1: You are listening to the Bright Thinking series from Premier Mison, a regular podcast on investment views from Premier Mison's fund management team. I am Alex Ross, manager of the Premier Mison Pan-European Property Share Fund. In this podcast, I will provide an insight into what the recent banking collapses mean for the European commercial real estate market. So the recent demise of Credit Suisse and the cycle of interest rate increases by the European Central Bank have thrown into question the level of bank lending to the commercial real estate sector. But unbundling these concerns a little, in most European real estate markets, lessons have been learned from the global financial crisis, where poor real estate lending standards caused huge distress to the banking system, and this arguably instigated a seismic global recession. Just for example, in the UK, commercial real estate lending, as a portion of the bank's loan books, is at around record low levels, and at around half the previous peaks, which caused the real estate crashes of the late 80s and in 2008. Perhaps the only area in our markets where bank lending to real estate has been excessive is in Sweden. But this is also partly compensated for by the strong rental fundamentals and a market that is way ahead of the world in the delivery of sustainable buildings. Just looking at the pan-European property market through the lens of borrowing costs and bond yields, we can see that to account for the higher borrowing costs and bond yields today because of course of increasing interest rates real estate yields do need to move higher. This expectation is starkly reflected in the deep discounts to asset values in pan-European property share prices. However, importantly, the UK commercial property market has already seen steep value falls to reflect this high yield requirement following its fastest pricing correction on record, with values down 20% in the second half of 2022 in a fall which has now almost matched that of the entire three-year falls in the early 1990s. In continental Europe, borrowing costs are still lower than for the US and UK, but there is also a requirement for higher property yields. Now this is where the inflation protection characteristics of European commercial property come to the fore. Much of this increased yield requirement is occurring simply through most European commercial rent leases being linked annually to inflation, with the immediate and the contracted higher rental income thus leading to a higher property yield. And with expectations of inflation remaining relatively high through much of this year in continental Europe, further property yield increases can be expected this year from this higher continued inflation-led rental growth. In our opinion, this rising rental income stream is a real hidden value in real estate today. What is unique about this current real estate downturn, relative to the last two major downturns of the last 35 years, is the limited development leading into this crisis across Europe. We've had Brexit, COVID-19 pandemic, low economic growth, and the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And this has meant limited appetite for property development. And in our mainly supply-constrained markets, this means there is no oversupply scenario. As a result, we're still seeing pricing power in the hands of landlords across key markets, and even in segments of the much-alive retail property market. In the UK, retail property has already undergone a huge fall in rents and values over the last four years, because of course of the seismic shift to online shopping. However, we are now seeing pockets of rental growth for these much lower rebased retail rents. Within the office subset, the post-COVID rise of hybrid working has been hard to miss, of course. The knock-on effects for the office market has been to throw into question the viability of office buildings. However, in our view, we will see a clear polarization of demand like never seen before. Energy inefficient, brown offices will see very limited tenant demand. But modern, well-located, energy-efficient green offices are seeing increased demand. Now, this demand is coming from major companies who are across smaller due to, of course, hybrid working, but better quality, sustainable office space, as they seek to both improve their carbon footprint and attract the best employees, who will, of course, increasingly demand a sustainable workspace. It may even surprise some, but we're still seeing some rental growth within most European ca- capital cities for these best in class buildings. And the viability of the future supply of these will require tenants to pay higher rents as construction costs continue to increase. So we've worked through what some would consider some solid fundamentals in this podcast. Yet sentiment around pan-European stock market listed real estate is deeply negative to a degree that arguably we have not experienced since the depths of the last financial crisis. This negativity is reflected in the listed pan-European real estate market now trading at around a record discount of its underlying net asset values. Yet this is despite the inflation protection characteristics of real estate over time and the structural rental demand for property in key markets such as European capital city prime offices, logistics, self-storage and healthcare. We believe such a level of discount pricing offers an attractive opportunity for investors who are comfortable Absorbing the high volatility we see in the pan-European real estate equity market today. We expect the sector to deliver a sustained recovery once we see major underlying property transactions return. And we note this has recently started in the UK, most notably in the logist- logistics subsector. And secondly, firm evidence that bond yields and borrowing costs have reached their upward peak. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this episode interesting and look out for other episodes in a bright thinking series.
0: This podcast is for investment professionals only and is issued by Premier and Investors, which is the marketing name for Premier Portfolio Managers Limited and Premier Fund Managers Limited, which are authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. The value of investments can fall as well as rise.